Welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. I'll be giving you actionable value to help you with mindset, training, and nutrition to help you transform your life. Disclaimer, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Not because I want to be mean, but because I generally respect you. Also, I'm a meathead. So if you tune in and decide to give me the time out of your life that you know you'll never get back, the very least I can do for you is keep it a stack. Expect to be educated, motivated, and inspired. And get ready to laugh over some light-hearted banter. Now that that's out the way, let's chat with IFBB Pro Matt Butale. Get ready, meatheads. Time to dive in. Yo, what's good, Meatheads? Hope you're having an amazing day, and welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. It's your boy, IFBB Pro, Matt Butali, and today we're going to be talking about something that you might not know about, and some of you might know about this, all right? If you don't understand what I'm about to talk about, then that's a perfect reason for you to stick around and listen to this through and through until the end, all right? We're going to be breaking down the fact that fast food or junk food doesn't actually make you fat, and we're going to be talking about what actually does make you fat in this case, all right? So stick around, pay attention. This is something that we are going to be breaking down so that we can sort of dismantle this idea of the fact that, oh, well, because I ate a certain type of food, I got a certain type of result, okay? That's one thing I want you to understand. There's no such thing as because I ate a certain type of food, I got a certain type of result. The number one thing that's going to determine your results when it comes to how much fat you burn or how much muscle you build is dictated on the size, the portion of the meal. Not necessarily the meal itself, but all of the meals you eat in a day and then all of the meals that you have in a week. And the way we look at this is by analyzing or at least tracking your calories. So newsflash, if you eat a burger by itself, that burger won't just become fat, okay? And the same reason why if you eat a salad, you're not just going to burn fat because salads burn fat. There's no food that actually does the thing for you. The total transformation, whether it's to build muscle, burn fat, or both, is done by the amount of calories that you consume, okay? So we're going to be breaking it down. I'm going to be diving a little bit into it more in depth so that you can understand more of like what we're talking about here. Um, again, we're going to be breaking down the fact that junk food doesn't make you fat, all right? And your lack of knowledge on how to eat junk food and you know not gain weight is what keeps you fat. Because if you didn't know, I'm going to tell you. All right, if you didn't know, I'm going to tell you. You can eat junk food and still burn fat. Like, it is possible, okay? It is possible to eat junk food and burn fat. But your lack of knowledge when it comes to just food in general is the reason why when you do eat junk food, you continue to gain weight. Or at least when you want to lose weight, you think that you have to stick to only eating 100% of the time whole foods, you know, clean uh, cooked meals that you made at home. Honestly, personally... I like to eat home-cooked, clean meals 90% of the time, sometimes 100% of the time because it's just more convenient. When I want my meal, it's pretty much ready. I just microwave it. And I personally am okay with eating whole foods most of the time, you know. But there are the times where I want to have a pizza, you know what I'm saying? Like, I will have a beer every now and, uh, now and again. I will have a drink every now and again. And my life, even though, like, I'm a professional bodybuilder um, and I, I guess look like what most of you guys would want to look like, I still do enjoy other shit that we consider junk in my life, okay? And we're going to be talking about it and sort of getting your mind to change or to shift when it comes to how you can like factor in these foods 
and still burn fat at the same time. Again, I'm not encouraging you to continue eating junk food, especially if you have an addiction problem or if you've like, you know, you know, if junk food is the reason why you got fat, I'm not going to sit, you know, sit here and tell you, you should have junk food and you should, you know, ignore um, the people telling you to eat more whole food because I would much rather you eat whole food more than not at least 80 to 90% of the time. And that is simply because it's just better for you, right? Refined sugars, processed goods, or highly processed goods are really not gonna do anything for you. It's just empty nutrients. They're gonna spike your insulin, screw you up, probably lead you down a route of indigestion and diabetes or whatever health problems because, you know, GMOs. And even if we don't look at GMOs, we look at the way our body, you know, has, is enabled, is unable to digest certain foods that are highly processed and have a lot of refined sugar. So I don't want you to sit here and think, oh, well, because IFBB Pro Matt Brutale said I can eat burgers and lose weight, I'm going to try to lose weight on just burgers. Like, no, right? You can still have them, but you don't need to rely on them in order to see success in your fat loss journey, okay? So if that's something that you worry about, if you worry about, you know, burning fat, you want to get rid of your love handles, you want to get rid of that fucking stubborn belly that hangs over your belt buckle, listen up, because I got something for you, Okay. Eating junk food doesn't make you fat. It actually makes losing weight harder in a way, especially if you don't know what you're doing and you lack knowledge, okay? Just for reference, guys, just for reference, an Oreo cookie is about 53 calories and it weighs about 11 grams. 11 grams is not a lot of weight. You can't even feel that the difference of that in your hand, okay? And 25 grams of cooked jasmine rice is about 25 calories and weighs about 25 grams because it's 25 grams, right? However... One calorie is is equal to one gram of rice. So for every gram of rice, you're going to have one calorie. Okay. And for Oreos, for every gram of Oreos, you're getting 4.8 calories. So already gram per calorie, it's a lot more calories in an Oreo cookie. Why am I focusing on the weight of food? Well, it's very simple because the weight of the food is a part of the volume. It's what makes it feel heavy in our stomach, right? If it has a lot of volume, you know, it makes it feel really heavy. If it doesn't have a lot of volume and it feels super light, then you are more likely to feel like you didn't really eat anything, which is why you can probably delete a whole bag of chips without even blinking because it feels like you're just chewing air. It's like just flavored air. You know, some people do it for the sensation of the crunch and so on and so forth, right? Having a wholesome meal has, you know, some weight to it that makes us like feel more full. You know, like when you have rice, for example, it is very light, but it does make you feel full because of the volume. And especially if you're hydrated, rice will expand. You know what I mean? That sponge effect that will happen. Okay, so when you eat food that is denser, when you eat food that actually weighs more, okay, for per the amount of calories that it has or is equal to, then you will more, are more likely to feel more full whether you're dieting or not. Okay, it's the reason why if you were to eat a bowl full of rice versus a bowl full of chips... Even though the chips have a lot more calories, you still feel more hungry after eating the chips because it just doesn't weigh as much as the rice, you know, per calorie. Okay? That's one thing I want you to understand. All right? I want you to get it. Okay? Because having a wholesome meal, you know, that has some weight to it makes us feel more full. And especially when we drink water. I think I talked about this in yesterday's episode. Episode 222 of the Meathead of the Mike podcast. Drinking water is one of the easiest, one of the best ways to curb your appetite, all right? Like, if you have a big appetite and you struggle with losing weight, 
Drinking water is going to help you so fucking much. It's literally a cheat code. Drink water after your meals, and I promise you, you will feel less hungry than you normally feel. Okay? This is true. Because of the amount of space, the amount of volume that's taken up in your stomach, especially if you are eating whole foods. Because whole foods are denser per calorie. Right? Where you'll find in other foods that are high calories, that are refined sugars, that are really extremely processed goods like sweets, like donuts, like Oreo cookies, as I just mentioned, it's got a lot of calories for a you know pretty low amount of volume. Which is what makes you trick yourself into thinking, well, I just had a couple of cookies. I'm not even full. I can do another 10. And then by the time you do those 10 extra cookies, you're at like a thousand, actually not, 10 cookies, 10 Oreo cookies. So it's 53 by 10. That's going to be about 530 calories just for 10 cookies. And you did not even eat, you didn't feel like you ate 530 calories. Whereas if you were to have 530 calories of rice, believe me, (laughs) you would fucking know it. You might not even be able to finish it. That's like... It's 530 grams of rice. 530 grams of rice. That's half a kilo of rice. Okay? I'm going to repeat that just so you understand. All right? Just so you get it. Okay? Half a kilo of rice is is equal to the same amount of calories that you would get in 10 Oreo cookies. Isn't that fucked? Like, isn't that... It's, it's, it feels like a scam, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I'm saying this because I want you to understand that it's not the food itself that's going to make you fat. Like, you can have Oreos and still lose weight. How? Well, you just don't have as many Oreos as you think you need. That's how you do it. So you think you need more Oreos because you're technically not full, which I understand because even I wouldn't be full. Kids wouldn't even be full, which is why it's very easy for kids to gain a ridiculous amount of weight on sweets because it's just a couple of Oreos. Like, they're just hungry and it's satiating their... Uh, sweet tooth, right? You, you feel like you have so much space to fill in with all this junk food. And then it gets to a point where now you're extremely overweight, but didn't know how you got there because you don't even think you eat a lot. Like you consider yourself to be, you know, either a picky eater or you just don't eat a lot. And you're at this point where like, I barely had anything, but my body is getting fat or my metabolism is slow or whatever the, the excuse you tell yourself is. I personally am calling it an excuse here, but it's most likely not an excuse if you don't know. If you don't know about it, then it's not an excuse. So I'll cut you some slack there. If you do know about calories and you do know that you're eating too many calories as opposed to going off of what you feel full off of and what you don't feel full off of, then it's an excuse for you to say that. Okay? Rice weighs more than Oreo cookies. That's what I want you to understand here. Okay? But it has less calories. Which means you will get more full... By eating less calories, which is fucking weird to say, because the real, the recipe that gives us the success we want in our fat loss journey is eating less calories. And now imagine feeling more full while eating less calories. That's literally a win-win. Okay. And let's not also forget that, you know, these are technically more healthier things to eat in the sense of they don't have as many preservatives in them. You know, they're not incredibly processed to the point of having loads of refined sugars and so many other things you can't even name on the back of the label. So they're technically better for you. They have more micronutrients for you. So the vitamins and minerals and stuff, it's literally better for you. You can eat it. It's le- You can eat it and have less calories from it and feel more full from it. Like it's just a win-win-win. So whole foods, again, that's why if you ever see people succeeding in their fat loss journey, they're eating whole foods 
I would say 80 to 100% of the time. And I wouldn't recommend 100% of the time because let's just fucking be real. Like, even though shit is bad for us, all right? Like, there's people that are, you know, watching this. If you drink coffee, technically it's bad for you because you're going to develop a caffeine addiction. Do you like coffee? Absolutely. Do you like caffeine? You know it's bad for you, but you love it. And I'm speaking with caffeine in my system right now. Okay? Same thing with um, alcohol. You know alcohol is bad for you. We all know it. Okay? But in moderation, it's not going to kill you. Right? So these are things that we... Having this all or, no, uh, all or nothing mindset when it comes to your nutrition is kind of only beneficial if you are a professional level or highly like you're at a really high national level uh of competition because outside of that it just doesn't really serve you long term because then you're gonna end up cutting things out of your life and you're like fuck I, I can't go out on a date with my 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 partner to eat you know what we like to eat the tacos the you know whatever like wherever you guys go to eat or your friends or you're gonna be like fuck i gotta skip out on wing night with the boys or like I can't have beer anymore. I can't do this. I can't do that. And so I want you to understand that you can definitely do those things in moderation if you are aware of the calories that you're consuming on a daily basis and on a weekly basis and that you make sure that when you do indulge in these things, it's very easy to fuck up your progress because they don't feel like a lot in your stomach, but in terms of the calories and the overall progress that you can make or have the potential to make in your fat loss journey, it is a huge risk factor. Because it's dangerous. Um, it's like there's one side and then there's the other side. There's one side, which is you eat the food that's healthier for you, okay? That food that is healthier for you has less calories and also makes you feel more full. So there's that side and then there's the other side of the spectrum. And also there are things in between, but I just want to draw the attention to the polar opposite so we understand the severity here. The other end is, you know, you're going to have your chips and these things are super refined or like your your pizza or whatever the fuck it is that you consider junk food that you consider bad food that makes you fat. You're going to have that. And see, the thing with that is it's got a lot of fucking calories. It doesn't weigh a lot. So you can't really gauge how full you are based off of the calories that you're eating. And it's let's be honest, it's really fucking addicting. Like it tastes great. Like we wouldn't do anything that was bad for us if we didn't give us a good feeling. All right, like when we bite into those chips, that crunch sensation makes our brain just fucking orgasm. Do you know what I'm saying? Or like the pizza, just the smell of pizza or pie or cake or coffee even, the smell of coffee, like that can just send you. It's It, it just releases dopamine. It makes you feel good. And it's very easy to fall down that route of just like eating the shit that feels good because it makes us feel good or whatever, but it's only temporary because after we consume those things, everything kind of just goes to shit when we realize you know, oh man, I just overindulged in this thing. Like I'm bloated now or I'm feeling sluggish, sleepy. I'm eating this crap and it makes me feel bad. Right. And so if you can, so those two polar opposites, if you can stay on the, the side of healthier, you know, lower calorie th things that are more dense, that make you feel more full. If you can stay on that side, 80 to 90% of the time, as opposed to giving in to the dopamine fixes that we know is bad for us, you know, if we can do that, 80 20 right 90 10 however you want to split it then we will actually see the true success that we want to see in our fitness journey and we will be able to lose the gut we will be able to lose the love handles and the man boobs the back fat the neck fat all that shit the reason why is because we aren't going into this all or nothing mindset where like you know 
you can only have one thing. Because if you just do that, where you're like, oh, I can only have one thing, you're pretty much just stifling yourself. Like, it will last, you will get results for a little bit, but the moment that you lean over to the dopamine side of things and eat the unhealthy stuff, you're just going to lose it. And I'm telling you this because I've seen it happen in my life, okay? And I've done this as well. Every, almost every competitor does this. You know, we go 110%, like we, you know, instead of the 80-20 or the 90-10 or the 100-0, we go like 110, negative 10. And we just don't touch fucking, we don't even like use certain oils when we cook like we go all the way overboard when we are prepping for a show because it's an extremist sport and then when it comes time to you know letting up after the competition and you know you get to actually have some of the the guilty pleasures you'll see a lot of people overdo it they'll have their candies on deck they'll have their donuts they'll literally fill up on like up to ten thousand calories of absolute bullshit because of their yearning and craving for it during the prep process and their strictness that you know held them back from it and these are people that look good mind you these are people that look fucking great do you know what i mean these are like competitors man that we want to all look like and even they suffer with it too why because we have guilty pleasures it's just what the fuck it is all right and i want you to understand that because Nobody can just not, there are very few people, like 0.0001% of people that can just never touch junk food, never touch soda, never touch sugar, quote unquote, and like live the rest of their life and not feel like, you know, they're, they're compromising the quality of their life. Well, for the most of us, for like 100% of us, it's just not realistic, including the people that look like the people that you want to look like. Right, so I'm just giving you guys a realistic, vulnerable approach here. Right, from an IFBB pro, you'll see with like a lot of other bodybuilders as well, or just anybody at the top level that has a shredded body, it's the same thing. You can't really stay away from the junk food too long because you're just gonna want it, and you're gonna want it so bad to the point that when you have it, you won't be able to stop, and you're kind of kind of undo everything in the process. It's about taming it. It's about balancing it out. And I'm not going to sit here and say that you should, if you're like really fucking overweight, that you should start off 50-50 and like just balance it down the middle. Like, no, if you're starting off your journey, get, be a lot more strict with yourself. I would recommend trying 90-10 for the first two to three months of your journey. And once you're getting serious results, I'm talking about you're losing like 10 pounds a month, right? You lose your first 15 to 20 pounds, then you can lean it out, uh, be lenient, uh, with yourself for a little bit you know then go to the 80 20 and just stick around 80 20 anything more than that is kind of overkill and you're gonna lead down to you know walking yourself down that path again which you don't want to do you want to keep more control than you don't have so 80 to 90 percent of the time you want to be eating clean food the dense nutrient filled with lower calories that i talked about because it's going to make you losing weight a lot easier because again in order to lose weight you have to have less calories and that's going to be an easier process with foods that are of course lower calories and make you feel more full as opposed to the opposite which we did talk about earlier on okay like and once you guys understand this you'll understand that you can get more full by eating less calories and that this means that you don't need to feel like you're starving in order to hit a calorie limit that you need to hit in order to lose weight consistently. Which means that dieting won't be hard anymore. Which means that eating home-cooked meals will be more worth it.
and you will understand the worth behind it. But also the fact that you can still factor in the foods that you think make you fat. And then you understand that those foods themselves don't make you fat, but it's the overindulgence in, of those foods and not being able to track them or control yourself from it, AKA not having discipline. All right. And that way, once you do incorporate everything and abide by an 80-20 or a 90-10 rule, you will be able to eat more, burn more fat, build muscle at the same time without actually having to sacrifice the amount of junk food that you eat. Or at least not the amount, but the type of junk food that you eat. You got to sacrifice the amount. <laughs> All right? It's the best of both worlds. Again, guys, just a reminder, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Fast food doesn't make you fat. You do. All right? Take full responsibility to take full control. That's it. That's all. If you like this episode, share it out with a friend. I hope I was able to deliver a valuable experience to you guys and girls today. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. Let's embrace your inner meathead together. It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. IFBB Pro Mapuchale signing out. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. Don't forget to implement at least one thing from this podcast. Remember, information without implementation is just fucking noise. I provide actionable value for a reason. Take full advantage of it. If you laughed, cried, got any value, motivation, or inspiration from this podcast, share it out to one friend who you know will enjoy it too. Shameless plug, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Matt Butale, if you want to know this meathead on a more personal level. Heads up, it's not safe for work and it can get explicit. Viewer's discretion is advised, but I promise you will still laugh, learn, and get value. Also, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy and join the meathead community, feel free to DM me and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. Let's embrace your inner meathead, all right? It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural Nomad Academy head coach and natural IFBB pro Matt Butale signing out.